What is up, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and RK Motorsports Consulting. What's going on? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up? What is up? What is up? Another another week down, another Monday in, in the books, finally. Almost. Yes, sir. Almost. Almost. Yeah, almost. <laughs> You're getting closer. Sterling's still working right now. You know, he's 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 in route yeah. to work. Yeah, man. Hey, that, that's two birds, one stone. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. What you been up to, buddy? You been uh you been riding the roads this weekend? Yeah, man. Went to Atlanta and uh yeah, man, Mary Stephen and I went down to uh Chris Stapleton concert and it was uh it was awesome, dude. It first first uh stadium tour that yeah, that, that either one of us has ever been to. Uh, it was at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I guess, where the Falcons play uh, football here in Atlanta. And uh, okay. so, yeah, it was cool. We, we went up uh, Friday uh, after work and took our time getting up there and uh, stayed, I think it was like half a mile from the stadium. Uh, so we could walk there and just trying to park my truck anywhere in Atlanta ain't easy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we did that and, uh, went to the, to the, uh, aquarium on, uh, Saturday and saw the, the, uh, the whale shark, Bozo. Hey, if anybody's never seen that, you need to go check that thing. That thing's 27 foot long, man. It's crazy. Oh, that's a big old shark. Yeah. And a 17 foot wide manta ray, uh, like a stingray. Yeah, that thing was huge, but it looked like a space shuttle swimming around, but I ain't kidding. <laughs> um, we're talking about space shuttles, but I mean, we don't heard enough about that. From, <laughs> <laughs> from, what, it, it, what, was it the saucer or the cigar? I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was a saucer. It was a friendly one. Okay, it was a friendly good, one. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lord. And uh, went and ate, uh, before we went to uh, the aquarium, I've never done this. I didn't even know they ate breakfast. No offense to none of them. I just didn't know. But we went and ate Mexican breakfast. <laughs> no, they ate breakfast. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never seen a Mexican breakfast place before. I didn't, I've never seen a Mexican food. You've never, you never, se- you never seen El Shoney's. Eh? I have not seen that. I have not. So I, thought, I just thought they woke up eating burritos. I didn't know. I did not know. I mean, they do have breakfast burritos, I guess. I guess. I, I mean, you know, but yeah, so uh, it was cool. We went and did that in a really cool place. Kayla just said on behalf of the Hispanic community, she's offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know she ate breakfast. My bad. I didn't know, I didn't know pancakes was Mexican. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so, so what, yeah, so that, what, that was, what consisted of Mexican breakfast? Well, I got... Um, I got shrimp and cheese omelet. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. How, right, I guess it was Mexican good. shrimp. I don't. I mean, it was it was awesome. I loved it. Um, Mary Stephen got. I don't know. Her her plate was colorful. I ain't exactly sure what all was on that. I saw some beans and some, I think avocado. And she had me try something. I don't want beans for I don't know what personally. Well, I yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't particularly either. But, uh, but yeah, she said it was great. That was really good. And uh, 
yeah, mean, so, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, that seems like some, you know, breakfast, some refried beans. That that actually sounds more breakfast like. It's kind of like you know, well, I think it's like cold I pizza. Think th- these were, yeah, these weren't refried. So I think obviously the ones that they don't use for breakfast, then they refry them oh, for okay. dinner time. So it's the original fry. So it's the original. So they don't get rid of anything. So whatever's <laughs> left from breakfast, they go on into the to the evening time. You know. <laughs> That's that's what I think. <laughs> and I had a, I and see, the whole point of this deal was I we was gonna get some coffee. Where I looked up like coffee little places where they had coffee there, and you I read Cafe Bustelo. I don't know. I I don't remember. I don't remember what it was called. Mayan something or other. I don't know. But uh, dude, it was the it was the spiciest coffee the spicy I have coffee. ever tasted. Dude, it burn your lips, your mouth. I don't your, know about all that. No, every, you get some everything. Cafe, you get some cafe Bustelo, and that's that's um, it's it's pretty good coffee. Well, I had to look for that next time because uh, needless to say, I did not drink much of that. I don't, um, I don't need no spicy coffee. I, coffee hot enough. I don't need no spice in it. Yeah, well, I got it cold. I got cold coffee. Oh, okay. but it was still it was spicy. But I ain't lie, it was spicy. spicy. It had chocolate in it. I, I don't know. It was chocolate. just. There was a lot going on there, a whole lot, uh, way too much for for me there. So. And you said they had weird food when we went on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, well that that definitely topped it, I believe. <laughs> Spicy coffee. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was that that was kind of crazy. But the place is called uh, Adios Cafe. Adios. Uh, really cool. They got a big nice shop in there, all authentic Mexican. Uh, uh, you know stuff you can purchase whatever jewelry all kind of different stuff but anyway really cool place um definitely uh you in that side of atlanta anybody go check that out pretty quick but oh uh, so uh, yeah did that i uh, went to the aquarium um and uh then we headed on over to the to the to the uh, stadium there and um waited in line for a good while to get in finally got in had awesome seats um and the Kate was opening. Um, she heard of her before, but uh, good stuff. Um, and uh, somebody we both liked, Dwight Yoakam, of course. He played and played awesome. Oh, yeah. As always. Um, as always, for sure. That was a really good. And uh, Miranda Lambert. And uh, and then ended up with Stapleton there at the end. He played a long time, man. He he put on a, a, a good show. He really did. He, that dude is insane on a guitar. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he pretty pretty good on it there. And I'm pretty sure he's got to buy a different guitar for every song he plays. Well, you can do that when you when you got that much money, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, it was it was really cool for sure. And uh, just the light. I mean, I I pay attention to that kind of stuff now more so than ever because of. You know, you and I doing the whole, you know, uh, wedding stuff before, and but dude, the the lights that they brought in just for Stapleton's part is unreal, dude. I I, I don't know how many lights was in that place. That's what's crazy uh, is um, and I just I know this from back in the day working in the industry a little bit. Those productions that they do in stadium shows and stuff, they're spending like. 
no lie, but it depends on how big, you know, everything is between a hundred thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand just in production. That is just light setups, you know, people being there, sound system, everything else. And I mean that is, you know, every time they do a show, which is however many dates they got set up on these stadium tours, um we're looking at, you know, in our sanctuary church, um, looking at, you know, trying to get a hundred thousand dollars to do <laughs> do everything. Right. right. That's it's, yeah, it's crazy. unreal. Dude, it is it was insane. The amount of rays and everything they had in that play, it was unbelievable. Oh yeah. Uh it really was. But uh yeah, so that was really cool. Really, really cool. Um and uh Anybody that likes Stapleton, go see him. He, he definitely puts on a good show, no doubt. So. Cool. Anyway, yeah, did that and uh, took our time coming home uh, yesterday. Didn't make it to church. That's a little far to try to make that um, by 10 o'clock. So, uh, but anyway, We've so, done yeah, it. We, We've done we, it. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. But we, fortunately, we got YouTube now. <laughs> that, that on the way true. home. That was pretty good. That is true. That is true. That was good. Um, oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I, uh, let's see. Everything got changed up this past week because, you know, we had a, a, a big old hurricane coming that yeah. didn't do much of anything. <laughs> it, uh, it got a little breezy Thursday and Friday for a little while, but other than that, it was pretty sunny and it rained a little bit, but not where I was here at my house. It ain't rained hardly enough to say it rained. Um, so, I mean, that's happened like every time we've had anything come through this year. It's like everybody's like, "Oh, I got so much rain," and I'm like, "No, not me." Um, <laughs> we 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 missed that somehow. So, um, goes around after now. Apparently, apparently somebody got a uh, weather weather uh, vortex around here that keeps it away from us. Apparently, um, yeah. so I don't know. It was, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it is what it is. Uh, but it did end up messing up a bunch of stuff. Um, I was supposed to be at the uh, the barnyard four hundred this weekend. They ended up postponing it. I don't know the date yet for that. Um, that was going to be a pretty cool event. Um, I, you know, they got, with holidays and everything coming up, I don't know what they're going to do with it. So it's going to be, uh, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, which might be a good thing for me anyway, because I was not able, well, I just ended up having so much going on with our own race car stuff and other stuff here at the house and everything, you know, other stuff, I suppose. I was going to try to get a go-kart up for it and run it myself, and that didn't end up happening. <laughs> so I was still going to go over there and hang out and record a show and all that good stuff, but, you know, it happens. Um, So it got postponed, so we'll see what happens with it. Y'all be uh, checking that out, and we'll, we'll be back on that for sure. But so since that didn't happen... um. Me, Kayla, and the boys, we went out, went out to eat. Uh, I say went out to eat. Well, we did go out to eat. Um, you know, nothing, nowhere fancy. We went to uh, Hibachi. <laughs> hey, man, that's good, man. It is. That is pretty good. It's good stuff. I like I like Hibachi. Um, and hung out. 
and ate that for a while. Um, come back home Friday night, and that was about it. Um, then Saturday we got up and did a few things around here, and and we had to move a uh, like a china cabinet from my mama. Um, did that, and so at that point, me and my dad decided we was gonna ride to. Fayetteville, go check out. They had the uh, the uh, Legend Car Dirt Nationals in Fayetteville this year, which turned out really good. Um, it was moved from Texas. It was supposed to be at the dirt track at Texas. Um, but I don't know what deal is down there. I think it's, I guess, drought, no water, whatever. Track has been in awful shape, they say. So they moved it to Fayetteville. Well, they did not have a drought at Fayetteville. They got some rain. No. They they claimed they got like three inches two days in a row, which if anybody knows Fayetteville, uh, that's that's rough on that track. That yeah. is uh, yeah. that's muddy, muddy, muddy. So um, but anyway, so me and my dad went up there, hung out with Kale and Levi and uh, Mister Dale and uh, and uh. They was all up there hanging out, and or they was racing. We was hanging out. Um, you know, walked around there, talked to a few more people we knew, and and uh, went on some. If y'all look back, you see a few lives from there. Um, tried to try to drum up some, you know, some support for it up there. Our one of our local dirt tracks. I say local, you know, it's two hours away. <laughs> right. That's our local dirt track. Um. But anyway, uh, so went up there, hung out, got back home pretty late because they had a record number. That's, that's the thing is they moved it and they had a record number of entries at Fayetteville, 109 drivers. Really? Just in legend cars. Yeah, that's the only thing they had there, period, the whole weekend, legend cars. No other classes. So 109 legend cars. 109 legend cars. Uh, in four, day. Yeah, in four classes. How do they determine classes? Uh, you got young lines, which is under the age of fifteen, I want to say. I think so. Um, then you can go to semi pro or pro. Um, semi pro, you know, obviously, as for more of somebody who's a rookie, I guess you say, and I'm not exactly sure the amount of years you got to be running or. Or if there is a certain amount of years or what. Um uh, semi pro is what our buddy uh Levi he he ran semi pro. Um then you got pro that uh like Landon Lewis was running in, uh Joe Ryan Osborne, he was running in that. Um uh let's see. Um and then you got masters, which is forty and over. You know, we're getting about there. That's about to be what I, what I'm gonna be. <laughs> yeah. I ain't kidding, bro. You the, the seniors, bro. Yeah, I ain't kidding. Senior stop, bro. Senior stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so anyway, um, Kale was running masters. Um, so so I say, uh, it was a big old field, big old field of cars in, in every every class. I'd I'd love to go and run it, honestly. Um, if I'd have had a little more, a little more time on dirt this year. 
Well, any time at all on dirt this year. <laughs> any time on dirt. Your, your only dirt experience is out there practicing in the yard at the house. Well, exactly. Or running off the end of the track. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. We'll, uh, I might, hey, go running next year, bro. We might go running next year. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how the year goes. See see what happens with ours, with our program. And, uh, I don't know if 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 they keep on and can't get no tires. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get some dirt tires and go run dirt. Forget it. I just travel because I can't get no tires yep. anywhere else. So uh, I don't know. I mean it's it's a mess. Um, I don't know. It's it's something else. But anyway, so so we uh you know did that. Uh, then Sunday got up went to church. Um. And you know, I I had the most trouble at church. I'll tell you about this real quick. Had the most trouble yesterday. We I don't know what the deal was, but our we have me and the drummer and typically one other guy, we use in ear monitors when we're playing. You know, that way we don't have pile of speakers up on stage, we just have in ear monitors. Um to listen to us and what we need to hear to be able to to play. <laughs> um, I started playing. I could hear everything, but I could not hear me. And when I say me, I couldn't hear me, my microphone or my guitar at all. I was like, all right, well. So I'm telling them to turn it up. Well, they're turning it up, and it ain't going up in my ear. But the drummer looks at me, he's like, it's all in mine. They're turning it up in mine. So I'm like, nope, y'all turn it up in his. He's like, no, I'm turning it in yours. I'm like, well, something's all crossed up. Um, So anyway, I changed packs like twice and finally got one that I could hear myself in. Um, And then uh, that was for practice. All of a sudden we start playing the um, the service and my pack, I turned it on. I was like, I can barely hear anything. I cranked the volume all the way up on it and I could still barely hear anybody. It's like, geez, what is going on? So I kind of motioned to buddy Mark up there, tell him, I'm like, I can't hear anything in it. So he just holds up a pack and brings me one, two side of stage. I walk over side of stage real quick, change it out. Finally, I could hear on that one a little bit. Um, better anyway. Played on it, star service, fine. All of a sudden, at the end of service, we go back up there to, you know, play another song at the end of service. And I'm like, I can't hardly hear anything. Now, in saying that, I only use typically my left ear. Uh, I only put that one in that way because I had the drums beside me and I had the bass beside me. And I kind of want to be able to hear them. And I kind of, you know, I can kind of hear more of them building. And I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And my amp is right behind me. So I kind of also listen to stage and what's going on in my ears. kind of weird. I probably should use both. I don't know. Um, well, I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, I can't hardly hear anything. I turn the volume up again. Still can't hear anything. But I just happen to catch a sound. My right ear, when it just kind of hangs down... I could I heard sound coming out of it, so I switch ears real quick 
And my right ear is loud as I don't know what. So the left ear on my earbuds went out and I use expensive, sure earbuds. But the they actually, ours plug in, just the earpiece on it plugs in. So I unplugged it, swapped them over, and it worked fine on it. And so the, what they call the driver on it, the actual speaker on it, just completely quit. <laughs> so... Yeah. So you were fighting it the whole time, and it was yeah. it was the earpiece the whole time. Well, I don't think it was to begin with because I could hear the, the first part of the service. I could hear fine. I think uh, it went out just when I turn them on at the end of service. Wow. <laughs> yeah, know. y'all y'all constantly fighting that. That's for sure. That's fighting the book. No, oh, yeah, it was a uh, it was fun. Fun, fun, fun. So I don't know. It was cool. How about this though? How about this? Just, just thought about this. Um, something pretty, pretty cool, I guess. This says completely off that subject. Um, the other day, Jackson was at my mom and he stayed with my mom because he was sick all last week. Actually, I forgot to go in. He was sick. He had strep throat and had a bad case of strep throat. And uh, so he stayed with my mom. Thursday. And he had been here at the house pretty much all week before that. And I stayed off of work actually last Monday, as I said on here. Sat with him. And um, Thursday went over there. She's got, well, we have it over here too, but she's got, he just tears toys out everywhere over there <laughs> for whatever reason. But he's got like his alphabet thing over there. And as I've said before on here, Jackson is considered nonverbal, but he has become, um, he gets his point across. We'll put it that way. Um yeah. <laughs> For sure. But, I mean, it, you know, he, he's autistic, and, and he, um, I don't know, I guess, I, I, he learns completely different than we do. I've already figured that out, and I can't even explain it. That's the funny part. But he doesn't really show you that he's learning. You know, Landon, he learns something, and you ask him about it, and he gonna tell you jackson nah you, you don't have a clue if he's learned something or not and all of a sudden right. i walk in the room the other day at lunch and well he said alphabet first he told me my alphabet and he wanted his board with the letters on it that was before i was there but anyway i walk in the room and i look down on the floor and there is a word spelled out and it was really funny because it was letters and i mean you know how like kids they, they might spell something out with it but letters all kind of crooked and wopsided and everything and it's just kind of out there oh no jackson's ocd kicks in and these you could not have taken a straight edge and lined them up any more perfect <laughs> <laughs> and he has spelled i don't know where this came from i don't know if you're trying to tell me something or what but he has spelled coward oh, really? <laughs> i'm assuming it was something off a he watches ungodly amount of videos of all sorts of Pete the Cat and who knows what else. But anyway, and Gummy Bear and who knows. But he has spelled coward. I was like, what's this? And he would never answer me about it. He just goes on. He puts the letters back up and everything. And go back in there later, he has spelled it again on the floor. Really? Yeah. And it's really funny because you you definitely have to see this. Like I said, you would. it looked like the letters were placed there by a machine because it is so straight and so, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's funny. 
I mean, you could take well, a, it's like he took a book or something and laid down and sat these letters right on top of it, perfectly straight. He did not want them messed up at all. And then I went back. Well, then, well, yeah, that's it's crazy. But then I went back and it said cower, no D. We couldn't ever find. We, and after that, we couldn't ever find a D. We do know he went in the bathroom and flushed the toilet one time, and um, we think the D <laughs> might have went down with it. But there went the D. <laughs> there went. He the just D. dropped the D in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> I'm assuming he dropped the D and flushed it. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> but it's, it's it was wild. It was wild. So yes, that was pretty cool. But anyway, well, it is a uh, it's a pretty big week around here for racing. Um, with the South Carolina two fifty and South Carolina four hundred coming up. But uh, in order to do any racing, ladies and gentlemen, we got to. Put some power in the car. <laughs> we got to get some Earl Ramey racing engine power in the ride for sure. So, uh, guys, if you are, uh, if you're in the market to finally put something in your car to go fast, uh, you need to get a hold to Earl Ramey racing engines and they can, uh, hook you up on any, any type of power plant needs that you need guys. You, uh, um, if, if, you know, Late models, super late models, uh, crate motors, um, big block modifieds even, um, you know, whatever it is, limited late model, whatever, whatever, steel block, you know, whatever you got, Earl Ramey can make it faster for sure. Make it very fast. Mm -hmm. So y'all head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines, get you some power under your hood, in your ride. Um, get some time on that good old chassis dyno and uh, put on all the bolt-ons that you can find as we talk about all the time on here, guys. Put on all the bolt-ons you can on that motor. See which ones decrease power. See which ones pick up a little bit of power. Um, My my guess is Earl can probably tell you what it's going to do for you and put it on there because he's seen it do it all. He knows. <laughs> for sure. So, uh, Y'all, uh, y'all head over there to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get yourself some power today, and uh, one of them bolt-ons you probably gonna want is most likely gonna be some Profab headers put on that bad boy. Because in Profab headers, they stand up to their slogan, which is "Quality that wins." And the reason they're quality that wins is because they have tuned these i know some of them that's even being tuned you know and looked at and designed and and mocked up and everything else on that chassis dyno that our Ramey has so um them guys you know do it to each engine and and chassis combination to make sure it is the perfect fit for your car and puts out awesome horsepower awesome numbers on that dyno so y'all head over, get you some profab headers and exhaust of any sort there. Y'all uh talk to our buddy Andrew over there and tell him we sent you. But uh anyway, guys, like I just mentioned, we got some big, 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 big racing coming up here 
in our hometown of Florence, South Carolina, coming up this weekend. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Um, this weekend in racing, period, not just in this area, in racing has become one of the biggest weekends in in short track racing, as short track asphalt racing, uh, in the country, really. Yeah, man, it sure has. Uh, and it's being the thirtieth, thirtieth uh, anniversary year, whatever. Uh, like you say, I mean, been in Myrtle Beach for forever, and uh, you know, Steve and guys bringing it down here to Myrtle or to Florence. Uh, one, I love to see, I love to see, you know, Florence having something a big show again. Uh, like it did in the past, and uh, man, for I mean, late model stops have grown tenfold in the past. Seems like three, four years. It's definitely grown tremendously. Uh, where you know, even me, I remember growing up. We used to want to see super late model, super late model. That was all we wanted to see. And now it's around here anyway. Late model stocks is the asphalt cars really around here. That, Puts on good shows and have good turnouts, good car counts, and all that. I, I know there are a lot more. If there if there is a such thing as affordable racing, I know they're more affordable than uh, super late models for sure. But uh, man, put on an awesome show. And, and like you say, I mean, people gonna come from all over the world or all over not the world necessarily. But <laughs> they might. You never know. They they might. They might. But. Um, <laughs> For one, to see Dale Jr., I'm sure, and two, see good racing. I mean, you know, years I've been, and there ain't nowhere to sit. There ain't nowhere to do nothing. There's just unbelievable amount of uh, cars that come to this weekend here in Florence. So, um, and uh, them, them adding 30000 30, more dollars to the overall purse throughout the field, that's huge. Uh, especially for the guys that trying to make it into that main. Um, they're starting, from what I remember, I think they're starting 42 cars. And Jeez, the last I saw, I think, <laughs> I can't fathom 42 cars at Florence. But um, I think last I saw, there was 56 entries, uh, maybe more now, I don't know. Um, there are. Hold but, on, I got a number right here, I think. Um well, no, I don't. That, that, I think it's like 58. But no, I don't have no. But yeah, you're right about right. Yeah, a lot. A ton. Yeah, a ton. Um, But it's cool to see that, you know, they're going to pay back more all the way back to 42nd uh, if you make the if you make the field. And, um, at least be able to pay for your tires and fuel maybe or whatever. I don't know what all, you know, but um, that is really cool to see that. Uh, but just, you know. And, and the other cool thing about it is, is pretty much every driver I saw in the, on the entry list has got a chance of running up Parker late model stop. These are all tough, tough guys with good equipment. Oh, yeah. There ain't no slouches at all. But uh, even before that, I want, I want to touch on this before we even really dive into the late model stock portion of it. Um, <laughs> real quick, guys. Um it, this is a, well, technically it's a three-day show. Um, Thursday, uh, we'll have, uh, there'll be parking trailers. Then we'll have rotating practice uh, from two to five. Um, then uh, be class practice, class practice uh, for 
40 minutes for late model stock at two o'clock. Um, and then on down anyway, uh, till five o'clock. Um, it just kind of tells you there. Uh, and like I said, two to five practice on Thursday. Um, and they'll keep on parking after that. Uh, you get all that stuff straight. Anyway, Friday, uh, <laughs> this is a full day. This ain't even just, um, you know, it ain't just like the afternoon and then go. No, no, no. Friday, uh, 9 a.m., gates open. Um, 10 a.m., uh, late model stock gets on track from 10 to 2. Um, long day of practice for them. Um, letting, you know, and, and that's what is even cooler about it because I, I have mixed emotions about practice, I guess, because sometimes, you know, too much practice isn't a good thing. Um, but this, you know that the best guys out there are going to be the ones running up front. And there's going to be a lot of teams out there that are really in that amount of time, they're figuring this out. For sure. So, uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, then after that, from uh, till five till five o'clock. Um, or wait a minute. Let's see. Um, yeah, yeah. After that, it's gonna be just rounds of practice for the support classes for all the other classes. Um, but I just saw this come over Lawrence Motor Speedway's uh social media. There, not only you know. We're talking about big money for the for the uh, late model stocks, but they just put out street stock, even running on Friday, paying two thousand dollars to win. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's huge, man. So I mean, it's big money throughout the classes. I mean, it's not just even. I know. Um, Legend cars, Legend cars paying fifteen hundred to win. Sure. Yeah. And I'm missing it. <laughs> well, I'm not missing it. I'm just not racing. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, I have to look up all the other ones. But I mean, there's there's big money in every class that they're running. I mean, it's not just not just like a um, you know, a, a one one uh class deal that's getting all the money. No, they're spreading it out through all of them, which is really really cool. Steve and and the guys over there at Florence Motor Speedway, um really looking out for everybody, putting on a big show like this. Um, anyway, going out through through Friday, uh, racing, we'll start, let me look here. Um, Pre-race festivities will start at 5.15 on Friday. Uh, then we got the mini stocks, uh, 50 laps, street stocks, 50 laps, and limited late models, uh, 100 laps. And that is Friday night. Um, and after that, we have the block party that they're calling it over there. And yours truly will be on stage um, with, uh, with Wesley Outland, actually, um, for the... Uh, it's going to be like a peel draw type deal to draw to uh, see where you're qualifying at um, in the for the late model stock guys uh, then there will be concerts to follow so that's just Friday <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make it Saturday yet 
Yeah, so it's going to be a uh, fun Friday night of fun. So y'all come on out, hang out with us. Uh, we'll be out there chilling out and uh, talking with some drivers and watching some good racing too. We got three three races, uh, mini stocks, 50 laps, street stock, 50 lap, and uh, limited late model, 100 laps. Um, so that's going to be a, a good night of racing itself. Like I said, block party afterwards. We'll be up on stage talking with them and uh, having some good concerts afterwards. Um, Saturday, it is a day full of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Saturday, big day, big day. The South Carolina 400 Charlie Powell Memorial. Um, 8 a.m. gates open. Uh, drivers meeting at 8 30. Uh, late model stock practice starts at nine o'clock. They get 40 minutes of practice. Um, then, uh, after that, uh, Legend Car, let's see, uh, no, I'm, I missed one. Bandoleros, Legends, Super Trucks, yeah, that's, that's what's on schedule. Then rotates back through for practice. Uh, let's get this here real quick. Pre-race starts. Now, y'all are going to want to be there. I'm going to say... Early, early. I'm going to say you're going to want to be there early to get a seat, and get a good seat. The good thing is about Florence, you can, you know, pretty much see everywhere. For the most part, uh, pretty good seats. Um, but you're still going to want to get there early to get where you want, because uh, it is going to be crowded, crowded. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. If anybody, if anybody has not seen Florence grandstands, there ain't a whole lot of, uh, and there ain't going to be many places to put no uh, no lawn chairs nowhere. No. So, uh, yeah, you definitely want to get there early. Uh, Get your stuff set up, and you know I don't even know you. Maybe you can go over there early and put your lawn chairs down and go somewhere for a while. Back. I don't know, but we're probably gonna want to go Friday I, night I must, and tie them down and leave them there. <laughs> yeah, for real, it's gonna be insane, no doubt. But yeah, get there early. Uh, then qualifying starts at four ten. Is the uh, does was on the schedule to start at four ten. Um, there is going to be three rounds of late model stock qualifying. Um, and they're all going, fortunately, they're all going right back to back. So it ain't like we're going to have to go through a bunch of stuff and then, then, you know, see what's going to be what and then go. Actually, uh, late model stock is the only thing that will be having their own dedicated qualifying. Um, the rest of the classes will have... They'll have their uh, couple rounds of practice, and then the last round of practice, their fastest lap will be their qualifying time. So that works out, you know, trying to help save some time throughout the day because there's going to be so many people there um, that we got to keep. They got to keep stuff moving and going. So anyway, um, four ten late model stop practice. Uh, I mean qualifying. And let me tell you how this is going to go real quick. Uh, late model stock groups of four cars on the track for three laps. They are going to lock in the top 20 into the feature. Beyond the top 20, they will go to a second round of qualifying. 
in the second round of qualifying, uh, 10 cars will lock into the feature. They'll go back, be able to make some, I guess, like some air pressure and maybe wedge adjustments, you know, minor stuff. Not going to be able to really, not going to be able to change tires, change parts, nothing like that. Just minor adjustments, what you can do on the car. Third round of practice, same deal. Um, it, 10 more cars will make it in to the feature from third round of practice. And I think there's, was it one provisional, I think, given? Or two, yeah, one or two, or two, or two, like or two something like that. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be. I love, I love the rounds of pre- of qualifying like that. It becomes exciting. Yeah, um, I, I miss that in NASCAR myself. I miss when they had uh, the second day of qualifying. Um, yep, that was always cool when they locked in the what they lock in. I think they locked in the top. 20 or top 30 25 something yeah and then went back the next day and locked in the remainder of the field that was always fun to me so that is kind of it's kind of what this is based off of for the most part um gonna be kind of cool you know see who's on that bubble that bubble spot uh we'll be watching the poll for sure i mean as always um but that bubble spot's always fun to watch we pull up our race monitor and <laughs> sit there and just keep watching yeah. what's going on on it and uh and then see if they pushing it back out there and uh and get out there and go for another lap um i guess i don't know i don't i, don't, I know last year what they did was and they may be doing that this time too um them top 20 locked in in the first, and it was Euro qualifying. Like I said, four cars on track, three laps at a time. Um, the second and third round last year, might have just been second round. I came here to had three, two or three. But anyway, regardless, um, they just opened the track up. And the guy, oh. the guys went out there, took a lap. If they only wanted one lap, they come, you know, took that lap. If it was good enough, a lot of times you'd see them pull in. Um, and they'd sit there and wait. <laughs> It was just ten minutes, and uh, and if if you know they didn't want to use too much because uh they got to use same I think the same tires from qualifying to start the race on, um, and then third round same deal. I mean it was it was ten minutes, so that was cool to watch because it was guys you know that were sitting in that that top ten fastest. You saw them sitting there, you know, wondering if, if they were kind of the fastest out there out of that group, they were all right most of the time. But that bubble guy or maybe that guy next to that was kind of just sitting there on go waiting on to see if somebody would come out. So if he needed to get run out and try to put down another lap, <laughs> it was uh, it was cool to see. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That's, that's going to be fun to watch. But anyway... Uh, pre-race over there going to start 5.15. Um, so you need to be in your seat ready for racing at 5.15 on Saturday. Um, if you're not going to be there, you need to have flow racing turned on. Get ready for some racing. Uh, Bandolero's 30-lap race. Legend Cars will have a 40-lap race. Uh, Super Truck's 75-lap race. Uh, then at 7.30, they're going to do a driver intro for the South Carolina 400 late model stock 200 lap race. Um, it's going to be three stages. 
Um, pretty simple. First stage, 75 laps. Second stage, 75 laps. The final stage, the final 50 laps will be called the Terry Evans Shootout. Um, and so that will be, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Last year, got through the first couple stages, and all of a sudden that last one took the green flag and three quarters of the field rigged right there on the front straightaway. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so. It'd be cool to see. Um, want to throw this out here real quick. Just let y'all know some of the some of the drivers that's gonna be uh gonna be in this. Like Sterling said, there's like fifty eight drivers signed up, I think it is. Um like we said, let, let, let's see. We got our hometown guys, our our normal guys, our Bobby Tumbleston gonna be out there. Uh Avert Lucas gonna be out there. Um Let's see. I'm just trying to think who else. Uh, Casey Kelly, Cody Kelly, like I said, Bryant Barnhill, gonna be there. Um, race there every week. Um, all right. Then we got ones like uh, moving to the Lee Pulliam ride. Uh, well, technically coming in 2023, but this is gonna be his debut in the Lee Pulliam number zero three. Brennan Butterbean Queen. We had him on at North Wilkesboro. Cool guy. Uh, he'll be fast. He was very fast there. Oh, yeah. Um, just, just throwing out a few there. Carson Quab will be there in the eight car. Um, if y'all haven't heard, there's this guy there driving number three. Uh, Junior Motorsports Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Y'all heard him? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. 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 Yeah, he's going to be there. Caden Honeycutt, uh, Bobby June coming out. He's going to run this one. He, he ran one time, I think, over the year. Uh, so good to see him back coming out there. Uh, Zach Miracle, last year's pole sitter, will be back in the 32 car. Uh, Whitney Meggs will be out there in the Hawk McCall Motorsports number 41. Uh, Ross Boo Boo Dalton, our buddy, MPM driver. Uh, will be out there. Matt Cox. Um, Matt Craig will be there also. Um, uh, let's see. Isabella Robusto. Um, I ain't trying to skip over everybody. I'm just, just you know, throwing out some names that people know. Landon Huffman. Landon Huffman jumping in. Uh, our buddy Jamie Weatherford from Darlington, South Carolina. Sam Yarborough from Myrtle Beach. Um... Another cool one, Mamba Smith's going to be driving the 170. Sweet. Get to hang out with old Mamba this week. I wonder if uh, I wonder if uh, uh, Ryan Blaney is going to spot for him. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. You never know. It, it is a possibility. Did you see, um, speaking of, did you, uh, did you happen to see um, Joey Logano went and spotted for oh god i just lost his name hold on yeah his spotter his spotter driving the hickory yeah yeah and won it and won it yeah that's awesome (laughs) i was like dang joey must be a uh a pretty good pretty good spotter (laughs) yeah no i think that was just a you know a good car um pretty good coleman presley that's who it was robert presley's son coleman presley yeah um so anyway 
Uh, yeah, but tons of tons more. Mason D is gonna be there. Um, there's all you know. There's all these people gonna be there. So it's gonna be a uh, a fun fun night of racing. Um, <laughs> always a little bit of drama. Um, <laughs> always comes into play. Um, you know. So we'll see. Well, and, and we said this before, but uh, for people that don't know Florence, uh, one of the coolest short tracks, man. I love it. I love that you can run too wide there. Um, a lot of guys figuring out the top groove, especially in late model stocks. Uh, that might be the fastest line of the night, uh, but it, 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 it just makes for some really Because, you know, a, a lot of places we've seen, and Myrtle Beach even, it, there for a while was this way. I mean, it was kind of follow the leader for a long time. Yeah. Uh, ain't away at Florence. I mean, you you be running equal lap times from the top to the bottom. Uh, really puts on for some good racing, man. I, I love it there. Um, love seeing that and and late model stocks do it better than anybody there. Well, um, I w- I'll say real quick. Um, talked about Bryant Barnhill on here. Um, he has been one of the drivers over the entire year. Um, that really ventured up to that outside groove at Florence that nobody else yep. really runs. But Bryant figured out a way to make that uh, car work up there and, and won quite a few races on the top side of the track, and which is just something nobody ever, you know, <laughs> ever really done um, at Florence. That's, that's, so it's, it's going to be cool to see, will, will that line work for 200 laps? Will... Well, you need to run the bottom and then jump up to the top towards the end of the race. We, you know, or will will the top be fast and then you'll be able to move to the bottom late? I don't know. That's yeah, I don't know either, and and I don't know. Maybe you do. Uh, what's the deal with tires? Are they going to be able to change tires one time through the race or every stage? Or do you know how that's going to work? In all honesty, I don't know. I mean, I know there's still a you know tire situation, unfortunately. Um, for the uh for for you know uh, it, it for Hoosier in general I guess we'll say um right is so we'll we'll see um I have not heard yet what the tire situation is so as soon as I as soon as I hear we'll probably talk about it on a uh on a live and and see what uh what's wood on it yeah well it definitely plays a a big game. That's that's a that's an abrasive racetrack for sure. So, um, um, be interested to see how people save tires. You know, like you know, Dale Jr. saved how he saved at North Wilkesboro, and uh, or he was just right. You know, whatever. But you know, I seem like he saved his stuff pretty good for the end there and come on strong. And um, I feel like he had the car that could probably get up there and compete with those guys top two there. Uh, I think he oh, kind of yeah. just held back, my opinion, and let them kind of do their deal. Because looking at lap times up in the last 10, 15 laps, he was like, woo. <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was pretty strong there. So, um, you know, but but anyway, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see. Uh, we saw that back at when this race was in Myrtle Beach. Uh, we went over there and really weird, honestly, at how, how slow the field was for the entirety, pretty much all the race. Other than Ty Gibbs, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, he uh, <laughs> we we got out there, man, and he just he just smoked everybody for the first half of the race, and we was kind of like, what in the world? And I mean, definitely didn't realize how much tire saving was a thing then, and it didn't make no sense because they changed tires at halfway. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you know, no, they changed tires. <laughs> I remember that. But that I was tell you a, what, that was but, what a cars tour race we went. Yeah, it was cars tour race. I think it was. We, we yeah, it was. Myrtle Beach. But Lee Pulliam running the dead back, about got lapped. Yep, he was all and but then, lapped. And then, dude, at, from from the halfway point on, that dude was rolling, bro. Yep, um, rolled straight to the front. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he sure did. So that was pretty interesting. But anyway, yeah, I don't know how they'll do that. I know it'll make a difference. Um, tire wear. There is is got to be a thing. Um, that's an old track, old surface. Um, makes for good racing though. So, uh, but but you know, again, like I say, the 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 side by side racing makes such a good race there. Uh, it really does. So, looking forward to seeing that for sure. Yep, me too. It's gonna be a uh, a fun weekend of it. That is for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's gonna be a great weekend of it there at Florence Motor Speedway but what always makes it a uh, good weekend of racing is when you got good parts on that car that are great quality and you know you don't have any problems with and in order to find all those good parts head over to SRI Performance they are your one stop shop for all things racing so head over there get all the parts you need make your car go fast turn left turn right even if you want to turn right you know all that good stuff so head over to www.sriperformance.com get yourself all the things you need make that car pretty and nice and go fast and 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 even uh safety equipment even have safety equipment on hand over at SRI Performance I was over there the other week looking at a few helmets over there um so yeah, head over there, get everything you need. But when you're loading up that cart there, um head over there, get it all loaded up, everything you need. Go to promo code, put in promo code C Bone Ten. That's C as in Chicken. B O N E one Zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. That tells them, you know, we sent you. So Go do that. <laughs> but go get everything you need. Like I said, SRI Performance is your one-stop shop for all things racing. Go check them out. Same deal over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. They are your uh, your one-stop shop for all things. I ain't even going to say metal. I mean, it's metal, but metals. But we're just going to say materials. <laughs> materials. There materials. you go. Materials. Plastics. Aluminum. Bronze. Brass. Anything you want, they got it. Titanium sheets, I saw there the other day. Yes, sir. You ever had yes, to work sir. with titanium sheets? I work with titanium. I, I we do a lot of round bar stuff. We make a lot of stuff um, with you know titanium round bar for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen plenty of you know. I have not bar. seen. I have not seen titanium sheets. I guess they use that 
to make it lighter on the race car. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I was That's kinda, a lot of money, though, buddy. Oh, yeah. Well, I was looking. They actually had a special on them. So. <laughs> but, uh, but I was looking at their website. They got a new website up, www.stockcarsteel.com. So uh, y'all head over there. But, yeah, they had titanium sheets on there. You, you, need, to, you need to go to their website. Honestly, you uh, you would en- you would enjoy some of the stuff they have on there. It was pretty cool to look at, uh, all your painted aluminum sheets, everything. But yeah, I saw titanium sheets on there. I was like, man, yeah, that's awesome. It was cool. It was it was really cool. So uh, but y'all head over to stock car steel and aluminum. Get all the materials you need for whatever. Get put some of them titanium sheets up around your, your um, up around your, your deer stand. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be light. Yeah, it'd be light. That's what it's so real. You won't be able to afford to buy deer corn, but you sure have a nice stand. If you can afford the sheet, you can afford the corn, I promise. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. I reckon you're right. Oh, but yeah, head over there. Check them out. It's cool. Cool stuff. Yeah, oh, sure. well, anyway, well. I guess there was a, uh, there was, there was actually a ton of racing this past weekend. Um, one thing I want to touch on and I reposted it, our friend, uh, Andy Gears, pro fab hitters went down to, uh, Sonoya. Actually, I think in Georgia, they just call it Sonoya. Yeah. <laughs> Sonoya. Yeah. So anyway, they were there. <laughs> Did you see the video they posted of, they 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 were man this was the most dedicated track crew of the year they get my track crew of the year award actually yes yes um, yes they were dedicated they said they were going to get this race in the uh the uh they were they were all on it i mean it was awesome awesome to see uh the what was that the peach state classic um their uh Friday and Saturday, um, man, they went and put tarps on the track to try to keep as much water as they could off. Well, they they did all right with that. Did pretty good, you know. Kept a good bit off. They had a helicopter <laughs> over hovering <laughs> over the top of the track, drying it out. Hey, bro, that's that's genius, bro. Oh, very genius, very genius. It was got a good got a good uh helicopter driver. That's all I can say. Yeah, that dude was good. Which I mean, he was hovered. It, it was, I was really kind of. I, I saw it. There was a couple people put videos up. I saw one where he's kind of coming down the front straightaway, and all of a sudden the legs kind of touch. He bounces back up. I was like, "Jeez, he's he's brave man." <laughs> I was just worried about the guardrail there with the with the with the blades. I was like, Oof, oh, I was, man, I, was, I can see that. I was waiting on the fence. I was like, man, he oh he man, paying attention to that fence. And he was, obviously. Mm. It wasn't his first go-round. No, it was not. It was not at all. So, um, but anyway, they got the races in. Um, now, in saying that, Friday night, you talk about a miss. <laughs> Out of 24 cars that started the race, uh, 10 finished. Great day. Um, I, from what I saw... I think uh, most of those, most of them, I ain't going to say all of them, but I think most of those fell out due to they were out of tear-offs and could not see. And they had, a few of them had already come in and changed helmets. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. 
That's a lot. It was it was muddy. I mean, but everybody knew it was going to be that way. And I mean, there ain't so much you can do. Um, when you have a tropical storm come through, and they talked with the driver, and they said, "Yes, let's still do it. Let's do whatever we can. We'll help whatever we need to do get this race in." They were all. They were just. They were thankful. I mean, they they track listened to them and did everything that they could uh, to make it happen. And they they made it happen. It was it was a little wet, a little damp. Uh, our buddy uh, Will Harrington actually finished seventh in it uh, on Friday night, and I saw a picture of his helmet and his first helmet that they took off. I don't know how he saw to make it in the pits to change helmets. Uh. It was no lie. I mean, there was probably two inches of mud on his helmet. You could see because it looked like he took and pried his shield up just a little bit to be able to see out of it to get it into pits. And there's like a slick mark on the helmet or on the mud where his shield slid over it. Lord have mercy, bro. <laughs> That's scary. Oh, it Trying is. to see you now. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. So, um, but like I said, they got it in. Everybody was happy. I mean, they, they hated not being able to see it, having to fall out like it did, the ones it did. But, I mean, everybody understood it. They did everything they could and they were already there, so they wanted to race. Um, so anyway, Kyle Bronson took home the win there on Friday night. Uh, but then they moved to Saturday night, big $53,000 to win. I think it was, uh, much better track conditions. Um, they, they, they got dried out a lot more, a lot more than they did the first night. Um, Ricky Thornton Jr., Took home $53,000. Sweet. Yeah, it was a uh, good ride for him. He won it from the pole, though. Um, Sonoy Georgia's Ashton Winger, let's see, he finished fourth. Uh, Hudson O'Neill finished second in that race. He had already, I think, committed. He wasn't in the one car. He was actually in the the sitting one um, (laughs) because he... I guess they had already uh, agreed to run that race or something. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, I was just trying to go through a little bit. Kyle Bronson, who won on Friday night, ended up finishing night. That's what's so crazy about dirt tracks, and that's kind of why I like them. Um, you know, the guy that's awesome there the night before, go back to the same track, nothing's changed. Can't find it. Not as yep. well, anyway. It's a different track. <laughs> Don't matter the same one. It's a different track. Moisture makes a big difference, man, for sure. Really yeah. does. Uh, Brandon Shepard run his uh, family car there. Um, he finished thirteenth in it, and twenty-four cars started that one. Um, Fifteen of them finished, so a little better, right? A little better, a little better. <laughs> but also, <laughs> and man, I hated. I, I did hate the fact that they were competing with uh, the XR Series out in Las Vegas, but I'm sitting there looking yeah. at it. Well, I, I hated that, but I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, man, they, both tracks still had a ton of people. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Friday night, XR Series, Las Vegas dirt track. Shane Clanton picked up the win, which is really funny because Shane Clanton's from Georgia. 
drove all the way to Las Vegas. Yes. Won the race. He left home. Yeah. Just won less, a whole lot less money. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tim McCready, second. Davenport, third on Friday night. Um, I saw some of it. It was like good racing. Um, but one thing I will say, I don't know. I'm not trying to. I'm not knocking on the series by no means because if I see these guys coming, I don't care what series it is. If I see the names that are coming to that racetrack and I'm close by, I'm going. If I see the Jonathan Davenport's, the Brandon Overton's, the Tim McCready's, right. the, you know, uh, I don't know, Paolo different, Billy Moyer Sr., um, you know, Tanner English, I, I just a few names that were in the, in the race there. I want to go see that race regardless um, yeah. the stands at Las Vegas, somebody told me, or somebody put up a shot. It was kind of a shot at a front stretch. I think it was Jonathan Davenport's car in it, but you could see up into the stands. You could count the people in the stands in this one area. And it was a fairly large area. I'm going to say probably, uh, maybe a quarter size of the front stretch stands. There were 16 people sitting in this spot of stands. Really? Yeah. That don't make sense, man. That, that's not a good showing. I mean, you go, you look at Bristol with XR and Texas with XR. That's good turnout. That, they don't look good there for sure. No, and I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, it just stands looked empty to me. They were, they were, they were pretty empty. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I can't I can't uh can't put my finger on that one. I don't know if it's just the area of the country or or what it is. I mean, normally yeah, I normally it seems like <laughs> this is how dirt racing is to me. Now they'll put an asphalt track anywhere, especially on the NASCAR side. We'll say they'll, they'll put one anywhere. It's like where where's a good population there? All right, let's put a track there to try to draw people to it. Um, so they'll put a cup track there which you know no new ones have popped up lately other than like street courses and stuff like that um but dirt tracks seem to only be built where it seems like there's a big draw for dirt racing yeah um so that makes it kind of confusing to me why why the stands didn't look any better than what it did right i don't know i don't know it's uh Maybe, maybe, maybe it's just that shot. Maybe, maybe there was a lot more somewhere else. Maybe they were all in the bathroom. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was beer thirty I there. Know. I don't know. Let him ass off, but get him while you can. <laughs> but what's really funny? Um, uh, Saturday night, uh, Jonathan Davenport took on the win. Brandon Overton second. Shane Clinton third. All right, was was funny about this. Now I know um, Jonathan does not live here anymore. But what's really funny is we we're just saying like Shane Clinton won from from Georgia, left home to go all the way to Las Vegas to win less money. Top three on Saturday night. Jonathan Dav Javenport, Blairsville, Georgia. Brandon Overton, Evans, Georgia. Shane Clinton, Zebulon, Georgia. Them <laughs> <laughs> Georgia yeah, boys had to leave good. Georgia. And then take over Las Vegas, apparently. <laughs> Obviously so, man. I, 
I don't know. But I tell you what, last year was uh was not necessarily that important year. No, but it wasn't uh, bad last year. I mean, it wasn't awful. He just it's bad when we were talking about last year. And we, we talk, you know, seemingly Jonathan Davenport seemed off. He didn't win 40 races. He only won 25, <laughs> you know? Right, right, exactly. I mean, I don't know exactly. the exact number, but I'm just, I'm just throwing that, you know. But this year, well, it's go just, ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I know what yeah. you're getting I at. Mean, this year, dude, it's like great. They, and even Scott Lucas has said it before. He's like, he's like, one year you're there and you got it. You got it figured out. And you got to keep up with the game. You got to keep figuring it out and keep moving forward. But he's like, and that's the way it is. I mean, it takes a little while to figure it out. And then once you got it, you got it. And dude, he just—he was just hot this year, man. Won a lot of money. Uh, it, yeah, he, he it, did. And what's really funny is we, you know, talk about that. Um, and he, he, uh. Well, well, he he's done so good this year. Brandon Overton, who was on top of the You're world right. last year, uh, right. he kind of he's won some races. Don't get me wrong; he's won plenty of races, but has not been there in them big moments near near as much. Yeah, it's kind of like they flipped this year. Overton took uh, uh, Davenport spot last year, and and vice versa, but. Uh, yeah, man, it's just it, like you said, it seemed like where the the big money races, you know, the the need to be there moments. Uh, Jonathan's been there, but he he has uh, he's been on it. He has been on it for sure. Yeah, he has. Um, real quick, I do want to say about that, which is which is kind of kind of crazy to me. Um, came out this past week. I'd already heard some rumblings of it. Um, Davenport's crew chief, Jason Durham. Uh, leaving Double L Motorsports at the end of this season, I think. I think I saw uh, that was their last race together out there. That's gonna hurt for sure. It it seems that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, um, it's it's well, it sure like seems like to me. Well, I, I, I'm gonna say it seems like to me that the 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 crew chief driver combination is pretty much what makes dirt racing so much. I you know I, I'm not putting everything on the crew chief, but it just seems like the crew chief that travels around always runs good. Whoever he's with, um, what was the guy that was with Bloomquist that was so good? And everywhere he goes, they run Cody. up front. Everywhere. Cody Mallory. Cody, yeah, Cody Mallory. Everywhere he goes. Yeah. If he's not in jail, he's running good. <laughs> he is running good. <laughs> he's over there with but, Garrett Smith now. And, and running look, good. Look what Garrett's doing. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope the best for, for, uh, for John. He, he's a cool dude. I mean, we met him uh, in, uh, where was that? Gaffey, I think it was. Yeah, uh, up at Cherokee. A good bit there and a few other times anyway. It's cool, cool dude for sure. Uh, he, he's a he's a he's got a ranch of his own and cows and everything else. Pretty cool. So, uh, he's South Carolina boy like now. <laughs> yeah, he 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 uh, he he's where he needs to be for sure. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I was just looking right here. Jonathan Davenport this year seventy nine races. Twenty. 
Well, they had 23 on here, I think, this past weekend. Made 24 wins, 53 wow. top fives, 67 huh. top tens in 79 races. Shoot. Crazy, dude. <laughs> and from what I can remember, he's won about uh, $1.6, $1.7 million this year. Huh. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Well, uh, I mean, that helps a lot when you win the Eldora Million. I mean, but, you know. Yes, that definitely does. No doubt about it. But, uh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. That is. That's wild. That's some um, some big numbers. And that's what that's what's so crazy. I don't know. You hear that stuff. And you hear those numbers and. Then all of a sudden you see crew chiefs leaving. It's like, man, why? Y'all were so good together and you hate it. And I saw it. I, I, I have to look again to see. He's going to another team, um, but he said that he's not going to be on the road near as much. He wants to get off the road and spend more time with his family and stuff like that. And I can't hate on a man for that by no means. Um, no, it just always stinks no. when people say that because I know how it is. People People say that. And then all of a sudden they get with another team, like he is. Like he, I mean, he's he's Jason's going with a uh, with another team, um, and they're not supposed to run as much. But we know how racers are. All of a sudden, man, there's a race paying fifteen thousand dollars over here this weekend. Man, I think we could go run good at it. Well, we load right. up and going. <laughs> all of a sudden, exactly. and it just that that never ends. I mean, us as racers, that's just what we're what we're driven to. And it's not even, like I was saying money, but I mean, it's not even really the money. No, I mean, you have to look at a little bit of financial aspect of it when you're in series like that because it costs you so much to go to the track. But it's not even money for us. It's just competition. We're just driven. Right. driven. Yeah. We're, we're, we're driven by competition. It's just, we want to know that we're better. <laughs> I hate to say this, but we want to know that we're better than somebody. <laughs> yep. And that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. Half time you find out that there's somebody there better than you, but uh, <laughs> we find out yeah. we're still better than ones behind us. You just don't want to be the man in last. No, no. But, but anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Las Vegas this week, uh, y'all saw me on a live last weekend there at uh, Charlotte, Dirt Track at Charlotte. Talked to our buddy Kyle Strickler uh, out there. Um, they turn around right after the, as a lot of these teams did, turn around right after the, uh, the world finals there, left, went to, uh, went to Las Vegas or headed to Las Vegas. Well, unfortunately, Kyle Strickler's trailer did not make it. It caught fire. I'm not sure even where they were when it caught fire, but it caught fire on the way out to Las Vegas. Um, yeah. And that was Bloomquist's car. Or yeah, it was the old one that the old one, right? That well, I say old one. It was the old new one that everybody really liked. That Scott that didn't keep for whatever uh, three million tons. <laughs> I but, don't yeah. know. I don't know what all deal was with it. <laughs> but anyway, who knows? Who anyway, knows? it caught fire. Um, I didn't talk to Kyle. I was going to call him, but I figured a lot of people was calling him and stuff. I didn't talk to him, but I did talk to uh our buddy uh Andy Gears. Because they're pretty, they're pretty tight. They talked to each other a good bit. So I knew he had talked to him. So I just text Andy and I said, "Hey man, uh, what's what's the deal with 
Kyle stuff. He said, actually, he said, fortunately, they were able... He said, trailer's pretty bad. He said, but the cars were actually all right. He said, they were smoke damaged. You could tell a lot of heat got to them on the wraps and stuff like that, you know. But, right. But as far as cars, cars were fine, actually. Um, good. But I guess there was good, just good, a lot good. of probably noses and everything else they had in there was probably all melted. Um, <laughs> everything, you know. Probably some wiring. They didn't want to... I, I would assume, I, I didn't... I, I'm assuming on this, but I, I would assume they probably didn't want to take a chance taking their car there to Las Vegas and uh, wiring be messed up. You know, just got too hot and brittle and messed up. That happens. But fortunately, like I said, engines, cars, all that's fine. So they will be able to fix them up and have them back ready to go. Um, I'm not sure the team name. I saw it. Y'all had to look at uh, either Melanie Motorsports or um, Kyle Strickler Motorsports. Look at their Facebook page. They had a team name on there. It was a 77, uh, 77S. I think it was the card number. Um, I can't remember who it was. Like I said, y'all look it up. Um, they let Kyle run their late model while they were out there. So that was pretty cool of them. So because Kyle was taking, Kyle was taking a late model and a uh, and a uh, modified. Modified. Yeah. Yep. Hurry and got it ready. <laughs> it stinks, but. I mean, unfortunately, that's part of it. I'm just glad everything else was all right. Holler was fine. They got the hauler unhooked, moved from it, uh, and apparently got the fire out. So, um, hated it for them guys, but glad everybody's okay and great. Glad for the most part, you know, everything seems to be pretty salvageable. So, cool, cool, cool. But anyway, um, what else we got? I think that's. I don't know. That's about it, man. About it. It's about a three hour and forty five minute show. No, it so just I'll took us that long. To, it just took us that long to record. I think it's only about an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> okay. If y'all could actually hear all the stops that we had to do in this today. <laughs> yeah, we took a lot of detours. <laughs> there was a lot uh, of detours. Tangents. Thank God. Uh, thank God we had we had to edit out button, you know, and pause yeah, button. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> It's gonna be something else when I go to a uh, a live broadcast. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, not with me and you together. It don't go over good. I don't. I, I had to pee pee a lot, so I'm just gonna tell you. They'll just, just hear us. I mean, they'll just be like, whatever. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> yep. Oh well, guys. Well, uh, I also want to thank this week, as always, our friends. MPM Marketing. Tanya over there, MPM. Appreciate her coming on board as always. Uh, getting your drivers out there, all your, all you guys, you are trying to come up in the sport that we love of auto racing. Head over to marketwithmpm.com. Get with our friend Tanya, and she'll, uh, man, she will set you on the right path to being what you need to be in racing, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's it's great to be a great driver, um, be a awesome wheel man. That that is that is great. And that and you still need that regardless. Um, but there's a lot of other things needed to make it in the sport 
nowadays. You need a good marketing group behind you to push you out there, push your name out there, push your image out there, and push your brand, as we say, out there. The best ones to do that, MPM Marketing. So y'all guys head over there and uh, tell Tanya we sent you. Oh, but anyway, well, I reckon, uh, I reckon that's about all. <laughs> yeah, that's about all and everything, I believe. All and everything and all. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, guys, yes, we, sir. also want to thank our friends over at High Octane Racing Apparel. Go check out some High Octane Racing Apparel. She was at Lavonia Speedway this past week. Go, uh, HighOctaneRacingApparel.com. Go check out some of the best best fashion trends, guys and girls. You can find. Go check them out. Yep. Yep. And as always, everybody, I also would like to thank our friends from Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Profab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Randy Keen with RK Motorsports Consulting. Also... Checkered, they are the race hub. Go download them, go get it. Uh, we're on there, find us on there, check us out, follow us, all that on all racing social media all the time. That is what they are. Checkered, they're a race hub. Also, Ford Bite, go check out some Ford Bite apparel, guys. Some of the coolest looking, looking t shirts, hats, hoodies. We need some hoodies right now. I just I got me a new hoodie the other day. I ain't even gonna lie, I got me a Profab hoodie. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but uh go check out Four Bite Apparel and uh tell them we sent you. But anyway, guys, alrighty. Well, y'all come out to Florence Motor Speedway this weekend. That is seemingly where about all the racing is this weekend. Yep. <laughs> I think actually uh I want to say uh, is it late views running this weekend? I can't remember. I don't know. Um, I know they ran this past weekend. Sorry, don't have results. My bad. Didn't get them. <laughs> but anyway, guys. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. And uh, we'll be back to cover. Uh, uh, well, first of all, check us out all weekend long. Uh, I'll be at Florence Motor Speedway for the South Carolina 250 and the South Carolina 400 both days, uh, Charlie Power Memorial. Uh, so y'all head over to our Facebook. Uh, mainly, that's where we'll be at. Head over there, follow us. Uh, make sure you turn them live notifications on. That way you see us come up and we might be talking to your favorite driver. Who knows? So uh, y'all come on. Come on out if you're able. Tune in on Flow Racing. Uh, check us out on our lives on Facebook. Plenty of places to get ton of coverage. So, anyway, guys, I reckon we will catch y'all next week. Later.